Welcome back to another episode of the Into the Night Minute. Each week, Movies by Minutes host examine the 1985 John Landis-directed comedy Into the Night, one minute of screen time per episode. I'm Alex Robinson from ComicBookAlex.com. I'm Pete the Retailer from PeteTheRetailer.com. And we are the hosts of the Star Wars Minute podcast. Star Wars Minute. We are currently wrapping up The Force Awakens. It might even be done by the time this airs. Who knows? Time is funny that way. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you want to hear us talk about The Force Awakens, check out StarWarsMinute.com or wherever you find podcasts. But for now, let's talk about Minute 73 of Into the Night. Uh, In Minute uh, 73, Jeff Goldblum and Michelle Pfeiffer arrive at her brother Charles's ransacked apartment. And then a uh, trio comes out and holds them at gunpoint. Hmm. Things really heating up in the heat of the night. Nope. Into the night. (laughs) Into the night, yes. (laughs) Um, I have a hard time with characters named Charles because of Charles in Charge and, and Willie Ames' delivery of like that. Charles! Where you would get excited like... Uh, yeah. All characters, whenever anybody's like, like, you know, if they're called Charlie or something like that, that's fine, usually. Although sometimes I picture Bosley saying Charlie. Hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, just uh, Charles was always like, Charles! Like that kind of excited uh, Will, uh, Willie Ames. Willie Ames, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> the Bible man himself. <laughs> um. But yeah, hey, lots of Elvis stuff in this apartment, huh? That's probably why uh, the listeners' uh, society, uh, the Facebook group for this show is called the King Lives Listeners Limo, right? Probably has something to do. Charles is probably a big Elvis fan, huh? Hmm. So the King Lives, and Elvis was dead by this point. When did this movie come out? I have news for you. Elvis is still dead. <laughs> uh, this movie was 85, so you've been dead about what, okay. eight years. Eight years. Or, well, this is probably around the time that Elvis lived, that, the you know, was in, was in full swing, that people were seeing him in the supermarket and whatever, you know. Remember that time period where people thought Elvis was still alive? Oh, yeah. I'm guessing those, not many of those people, I'm guessing most of the people who thought that are now dead themselves, so it seems unlikely anyone's keeping the Elvis is alive torch going. Right. Where are they? I don't know. Give us, give us a call. What do you think about Elvis Presley? Um, wasn't it uh, was it Living Color that had an Elvis is Dead song? Mm, possibly. That uh, I, I like had a weirdly had a guest performance by Little Richard, if I'm not mistaken. Hmm. Um, a little uh, kicking him, kicking the king while he's down, kind of a thing. Yeah, I don't know. Like it, it was interesting. Uh, yeah, I've never been a huge. You know, I like. Uh, I like Elvis songs some, and I like you know Elvis movies some, but I've never been a huge Elvis fan. Like I don't think I own an Elvis album. Hmm. I know you're well in this in this day and age. It's yeah. I don't, I don't think I own anything, <laughs> <laughs> including this chair I'm sitting in. Uh, what? Uh, yeah, I know you're a Beatles guy, but does that make yeah. you not a, an Elvis guy? Like you have some, you have a casual relationship with Elvis, just like. 
Yeah, I'm a casual uh, Elvis fan. My uh, a friend of mine was really into Elvis. Hmm. Well, not really into Elvis, but he bought like uh, when they started coming out with, like those complete Elvis box sets and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the time, I uh, this is how you'll appreciate how obsessive I was about it. Uh, they, uh, I put the tr- I copied, I ripped all his uh, Elvis CDs. Mm-hmm. But in the box set, they were not in chronological order. But I put when I burned them onto CD, I burned them into chronological order. Oh, nice! You know, you know what I mean? Does that make yeah, sense? Of course. And and um, I don't think I ever even listened to them. <laughs> <laughs> so I went through all that trouble of like, oh, what year did this? Looking through the liner notes and whatnot. But uh, there you go. So, uh, but yeah, I was like, I'm casual uh, Elvis fan. Yeah. Uh, but uh, my. Uh, uh, my publisher is Top Shelf. Uh, anyway, sure. I know the guy for the head of Top Shelf, uh, Chris Doros, is really into Elvis. Like he's been to the like, Graceland a bunch of times. He would uh, he would like talk to me about which impersonators he thought were good and things like that. Like he was really serious about it. Yeah, I, so, I uh, talked to him about it once or twice, and he's really like yeah. he doesn't seem necessarily like like he's not doesn't seem like weirdly obsessed right. about yeah. anything kind of guy. But then he's that's his thing, yeah. Um, yeah. I I wonder how Elvis will fare in the future because I, I feel like the Beatles at this point are more popular than Elvis. Like, and you Jesus. still hear Beatles songs everywhere, right? Um, yeah. What well, do they? Is Elvis suffering from a licensing thing? Mm, it could be. Like, are they? Are they not? Are they charging too much? for Elvis songs well the Beatles songs are ridiculously expensive right? yeah that's true um, I feel like I feel like the Beatles had a bigger impact on the next on the next generations right. whereas Elvis was kind of a reaction to you know what I mean because like when Elvis was anyway <laughs> start to I could lecture people about Elvis <laughs> for a while but uh, anyway the uh, I'll, I'll Charlie share Charlie's two- missing let me quickly share two. Uh, uh, no, uh, again, yeah, we'll t- we're taking this too far afield. Um, but uh, let's go. Let's go back into the movie itself. Um, the man nothing, kills a bird. Nothing beats a movie rummaging mess. Like hmm. when you're meant to know that that a place has been ransacked uh, in a movie yeah. or TV, like um, that's that's. I'm a fan of that. That like has to be over the top, you know. Uh, again, with over the top, but <laughs> it's the theme of the week. Yeah, um, like it needs to, you know, it, it, it. They need to obviously show and like things that like. There's no real reason. You look at some of the things, you know. It's like oh, they're reel to reel tape deck that was on the floor or whatever it is, you know, or. or I don't know if it's in this minute that you know, like I think John Landis like takes like a like a record player and throws it on the floor. It's like why? There's no. <laughs> it's not looking for anything like under like. It, did you think it was going to like shatter? Like it was a fake record player? Maybe I don't know. Um, but like they yeah, they were very thorough. These guys they tore down post posters, were all torn down, and yeah, like posters are slashed through the middle. Like I guess they're trying to see if anything was behind. Oh, slowly, I'm, as I talk myself through it, I'm like, oh, I was naive. Obviously, they have to do all this stuff in order to, to search the place thoroughly. But <laughs> I feel like it's more for show. Yeah, this business of show. Hmm. Um, but do we yeah. know the bet? Ba- mm-hmm. <laughs> 
I was going to say, do we know who the bad guy is in this thing? Uh, you mean Monsieur Melville? Is that the guy who comes in at the end with the gun? Yeah, Monsieur Melville um, is Roger Vadim, uh, f- former Mr. Jane Fonda and director of Barbarella, amongst other things. Oh, oh okay. So I could see that now. Here's another one of those, uh, um, you know, Hollywood thingies. Hollywood mm-hmm. uh, uh, cameos. It's um, funny, you would think directors would all be good actors. No. <laughs> I wouldn't I mean, think but that. You, I would I mean, think they want to But it seems like it should make sense that that they're, since they're the ones who are getting performances out of the actors, you think they would. But they, yeah, I, I know what you mean, that it's not true, but it's... it's yeah. yeah. I mean, I they, they can't thing. see themselves. I think that's the problem. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, I Michelle don't know. Pfeiffer. She's not a director, is she? Hmm, I wonder. I was going to ask you what you're uh, to do <laughs> Jack Porkins' sexology about your Michelle Pfeiffer movies. I, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Well, I'll have to call up her, her filmography again. Because as you may. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, I don't think I've seen too many uh, movies with her in the, them. And again, I get her confused. I, I can't remember with whom, but... Heather Locklear? No. No, I think I've got a I've, I've got a, a clear uh, idea of Heather Locklear for some reason. Although I Molly get, Shannon? Heather Locklear gets more confused with Farrah Fawcett somewhat, but... Um, huh. Well, Grease 2, obviously. That's your first Michelle, choice? That's Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, I forgot we were doing that. But yeah, I'll go with Grease 2 as my, my first one. Uh, I will go with, hmm, I'm looking at the list here. I will go with, um, Batman Returns. And we're, we're running dangerously close to the end of the, uh, movies that I've seen with Michelle Pfeiffer in them. <laughs> in them. <laughs> I, I think I only have one more that I've seen. Um... Well, I, she was also apparently in, uh, uh, oh, there we go. Amazon Women on the Moon. I don't remember. Don't wow. remember her in the segment, but uh, it's John Landis. After this, John Landis is just like, hey, be in my other movie. Um, so. You know, I always confuse Amazon Women on the Moon with Earth Girls Are Easy, strangely oh, enough. There you go. Um, it's probably the planetary theme. <laughs> sure. After that, I think uh, I might have to tap out because I don't know that I've seen any of these other movies that she was in. Well, I've seen uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh, I have, as of this recording, I have not. So, Hmm. And I guess technically I have seen uh, uh, Avengers Endgame. Oh, is that spoilers for anybody? <laughs> uh, should I take it out? Should I, do you want to take it out? No, no. It's, uh, I think yeah. there was there was a big thing on the internet that the, the official... Uh, spoiler wall had come down it was like everybody like oh, okay. said like oh we're we 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 all agree that we were only going to do this for a week and everybody else was just mm-hmm. like wait what no we didn't agree to that that's <laughs> too late <It's> spoiled <laughs> anyway uh, yeah well, i will tell you how what she how she appears in it but uh, that's about the extent of my uh my uh movies yeah. my uh michelle Pfeiffer movies I feel like at some point uh, when I was, uh, you know, 12 or whatever, it was, uh, I may have seen The Witches of Eastwick, but 
Oh, you know what? I will change mine. Uh, she was the voice of Mindy on The Simpsons. Oh, I don't know. That's we the, the, didn't, didn't know we could do The Simpsons. Didn't know we could do TV. <laughs> That's true. We can't. All right. Sorry, I withdraw. All right. Then I, obviously, also, I would have picked, <laughs> picked her role as Jobina on Chips. <laughs> <laughs> well, the one show she was on was uh, Delta House, which I actually remember seeing when I was a kid. Oh, wow. Delta House was the, like the Animal House the, spinoff. Yeah, the the Animal House TV show that they tried to do. So it's ironic that she's now working for John Landis, right? When uh, when uh, you know, the, I, I, maybe John Landis was. I can't imagine he was involved in Delta House. Um, but anyway, that was a movie I definitely remember uh, enjoying. Not a yeah. movie, a show I remember liking, but uh, huh. I don't think it was on very long. No. And plus, I was I was ten years old. So yeah, you probably shouldn't have. <laughs> I'm not gonna say my I'm uh, gonna say my uh, tastes uh, hold up, but uh, <laughs> anyway. Um. Well, they get uh, um. Yeah, Roger Vadim shows up and uh, has this interaction with with Goldblum that I like a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, because he's not a great actor either. He you know uh, he benefits I think a little bit from having an accent. That's always a good saves you a little bit because you're like oh he's just awkward because he's not you know it's not his first language but right yeah um but the uh the you know he has this interaction where he's you know he basically tells him to come with me and goldblum says like oh do we have a choice or something like that Mm -hmm. and he stops and he says they have very very droll very amusing um and then goldblum has this great reaction uh you know where he just gives like kind of a little like like a like a shrug i like head bob like well you know not <laughs> can't blame a guy for trying eh, maybe not so much you know like maybe it wasn't that funny like he's kind of like you know <laughs> judging himself he's like that wasn't really that funny like i just <laughs> i wouldn't say it was droll yeah droll <laughs> droll droll uh two um on the on the move um yeah but uh, i i really appreciate that i'm not uh i'm assuming that that was an acting thing that and you know kudos to him for doing that it's very gold bloomy so those, those little gold bloom touches yeah and kudos to i guess john landis for leaving it in rolling with it mm-hmm um, uh, so anything else for minute th- 73? Uh, pretty much I had. Again, I not uh, this is, you know, not having watched the movie. It's confusing that there's two different groups of armed people. Um, ransacking houses. Uh, yeah, I'm assuming they're looking for the same thing. Everybody's mm-hmm. looking for the same thing. Is this like we a all want the same thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's looking for the same thing. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it, but not sure who's uh, who's looking for what and who the powers that be are and who's behind all this. But uh, who knows? Maybe tomorrow we'll find out. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Who knows what the, who knows what the future uh, brings? But um, I'll tell you one thing. You can, um, I guess since we're wrapping up this episode, you should go to uh, iTunes where you can uh, find the Into the Night podcast. You can get it on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, 
If none of those, if it's too busy over there, you can always go to nightminute.com for uh, the latest episodes. And uh, while you're on the internet, go over to uh, Facebook and join the King Lives Listeners Limo. That's the uh, little social group to talk about it. You guys can uh, complain about how we don't understand what's going on in the movie and so on. And talk about what a terrible job we're doing. Why do they keep uh, talking about over the top? Like that's not this movie at all. (laughs) Exactly. We should I we should reveal that we actually both accidentally prepared for over the top minutes. We have like pages and pages of notes on over the top that right. we're not going to get we're not going to yeah. get to you. So, uh, oh yeah, and Twitter uh, at Night Minute, follow on Twitter, and uh, yeah, we'll be back tomorrow uh, with another episode of Into the Night Minute. Into the Night Minute. Do we thank you or what? I'd say I fall in the or what category.